Hello and welcome to the Balancing Act podcast for mums passionate about making a difference in the world. Here you can hear more about building clarity, confidence and calm from the inside out so you can create a life and a business rooted in what you want to see more of in the world. I'm your host Debbie, a coach, business mentor and a working mum myself and I'm so delighted to be here with you. A very warm welcome to episode number 82 of the Balancing Act podcast. Today I am going to be talking about celebrating yourself even when you are not making any progress. And I wonder what that brings up for you. <laughs> um, um, I think somewhat more accurately, it the title is really how to celebrate yourself even when you feel like you're not making any progress, because that's the real clincher, isn't it? <laughs> um, and I notice that I have um, like set myself up with a bit of an ironic situation here because as I record today's episode, I am sitting in my office space that for me feels like my haven of calm and tranquility. I am looking out at a, a beautiful blue sky. The sun is shining. I am appreciating the plants that are blossoming on my windowsill and it all feels, oh, and I have the house to myself, like a very rare treat. And this time, this day that I have feels so unrepresentative of how life generally feels right now. It feels quite unrepresentative of the overall picture. And I suspect that that may well be the, the case for you as well. Um, I know that life feels quite unpredictable just now, like on all scales, um, on the day-to-day scale in in our own lives and very much on a global scale at the minute as well. And it takes a lot of energy, like both physical energy and emotional energy to roll with that. And what I find is that that like the unpredictability and then the associated like busyness that goes with it Um, it operates on like a creeping scale. So something pops up, like something unpredictable happens and our energy, our attention is then drawn towards that. And so we then just, we, we go with it and we just get on with the day. And so each day feels like it passes quickly. It might feel very full and busy. Um, And you're there just like getting through. And then all of a sudden, like a whole week, a whole month, or maybe even several months have gone by. And you, you're you like, uh, what just happened there? <laughs> um, you know, even now saying that, I can't believe that it's March already. Like, how did that happen? And when life is like that, then it's easy to feel like goals or intentions that we had and maybe took some time to set and map and plan out like 
it's as if they've just vaporized, like they've just gone and you're not really sure at what point did they did I like actually neglect those or let them slip away or um you know it's not you haven't done anything consciously to choose not to do them. It's just that they've they've sort of fallen by the wayside. And then all of a sudden say it's months later and you're you know, coming into being like a quarter of the way <laughs> through the year and you feel like you haven't made any progress. And so what I want to focus on today is that, like, it that often, I would say almost every time is not the case. Like, I can guarantee that it's not the case. It's, I can guarantee that you have accomplished and progressed in, like so much more way, so many more ways than you think you have. And this really came to light for me at the start of this year, when throughout January, I ran a series of reflect and renew sessions that I loved. And these were standalone one-off sessions to support people in reviewing the last year and then setting intentions for how they wanted 2022 to look. And almost without exception, or in fact, I think I could say without exception, everyone who came along said like, oh, I don't know what happened in 2021. Like, I don't know where it went. I feel like, you know, I was busy, but I didn't really do an awful lot. And when we dug into it and, um, you know, we use some tools to help us reflect, to like, like to take that time to reflect and um, really pick out some of the details. There was so, so, so much more in that year than anyone had ever anticipated when we when we started off the session. And so what I know to be true is that the progress is always there. It's just that your attention hasn't been on it. So you've been doing things, you've been like accomplishing things every single day. As a as a working mum, we accomplish things all the time. But we don't often take the time to acknowledge it and to celebrate it and to appreciate ourselves for that. I know for me that in particular when things get hectic, like when life gets hectic and busy, my thoughts and my energy get scattered too. And for me that can happen. Like I really have to pay attention to that because it just happens really naturally. Like I I don't know if it's just the way my brain works or if it's if it's common to us as busy working mums, but my my thoughts and my energy get scattered very, very easily. And I have to put a lot of um intention on into like bringing focus to what I want to do and what's important to me. And so what that looks like often then is that when things are busy, all that has happened, like everything that has happened over the last weeks or months and all that is to come feels like this one big blur of overwhelm where it's hard to pick out the details. And so I'm curious if you can relate to that too, where, you know, life has generally felt busy, but 
instinctively you can't really pick out exactly why, like exactly what you've been filling your time with. Now, I know for me that if I get to that point, then it's a really, really good cue that I need a tool to help me because it's not something that you can just like fix naturally. And I think that actually I it's not even a cue that I need the tool. It's probably the cue that I needed the tool a while back. But often we don't realise that we need something until it gets to some sort of crunch point. So if you can relate in any way to what I'm talking about, I, I really hope that this will, will bring you some value today. So the first thing to say is that... Um, the first thing to say is the last thing we want to do is like bring in a tool that feels more difficult, that, that like that makes life more busy and um, more cumbersome. Like the last, that is, is, you know, that it's just another thing on the to-do list because if, if it feels that way, like you just won't use it, you won't utilise this tool and um, you won't, like it won't help you or support you in any way. Or, you know, maybe you'll force yourself to do it, but it feels like such a chore that it outweighs the benefit. And so you won't want to do it again. You won't want to keep it up. And it certainly won't become like a habitual part of your routine. And what you'll probably find as well then is that like whatever tool you pick will be different at any one time. Like I find for me, what what works well and what integrates into day-to-day life changes often. And like, that's totally okay. I think that with so many habits, either in business building or in life, it's about finding the thing that supports you at that particular time and at that particular point in in life. Like life just, it changes so much um, with kids on the scene and in particular, and so, you know, any one thing is never the like the magic bullet. It's about having a variety of tools at your disposal that you can have choice and choose what works best for you at any one particular time. So, you know, try if there's one of these things that stands out to you, try that now and just keep the others in mind or maybe bookmark this episode and come back to it again when, you know, if you reach that point at another time. So, um, yeah, here we have, I've got three different tools that I want to share with you to help you integrate more time for like celebration and ultimately for joy in your day to day even when you feel like you're not making progress and life feels busy. (laughs) So tool number one, this is something super simple, something that has been really key in my own quest to build a life that is like, has more fulfillment, more meaning, more happiness. And that is a gratitude journal. Now, I expect if you're listening to the podcast, you have probably at least come across the the concept or the idea of a gratitude journal. Um, In general, it involves taking a little bit of time out of your day to um, identify at least three 
things that you feel grateful for that day. Um, If gratitude doesn't feel right for you, then it can also be three things that have brought you joy that day. And those things can be really, really small. So the idea that is even on the days that feel like really difficult and really tough, it allows you to take a moment of appreciation for some of the the good bits in every day. And that might be like a nice cup of coffee or it might be, um, you know, a nice pair of socks that you chose to put on or appreciation for the fact that like you have full use of your body or um, that you have the shelter of a house. It can be something like super small that is there in your day to day. So that's the idea. And then in terms of how to do it, I have tried out, I think, probably every every variation going over the years. Um, if you if you have a journal, like a to do, like scheduling style journal, quite a few of those also build a, a gratitude list into them anyway. You can use a standard notebook and just take a note of three things in that. Um, there is an app I love called Happy Feed that you can use to log it on your phone. You can just set a reminder on your watch to think about how to do, you know, to think about it. Or you can share them out loud with someone like that's a really lovely way to um, build a little bit more connection either with your kids or your partner and to support them in establishing the habit as well. So I would say, as I say, this is a really lovely way to just celebrate those little moments of joy or the little moments of magic in your everyday. And I think that for me, this had the effect of just like raising the bar of my overall happiness. That's how I would describe it, especially when you can keep it up over a period of time. So that's tool number one. Tool number two is to it's it's really in three it's a complete set I think share goals or sorry set goals stay accountable and share them in a community so when I talked about our goals just vaporizing um that's it's so I think that's so easily done and so just setting the goals in themselves often isn't enough now In all likeliness, if you have set that goal on intention in a clear way, like you will have made some progress towards it. It's just maybe not always obvious. Um, So one way to that will help you though keep it more at the forefront of your mind is to get some accountability and share it in a community that feels supportive. So again, there's lots of different ways that you can do that. But I think the thing is that you like it's really difficult to recognize your progress if you don't have like a clear idea on where you're going. Like if you if you're just feeling things out, then it's hard to make progress when you're not actually working towards anything. So I would say, number one, set the goal um make the goal realistic over a particular time period um recap it regularly 
um, and that's where the accountability comes in and share it with people who um, you know, who you feel like you're in the same boat with. So people who understand um, like why this is important to you, what it is that you're working towards and people who have the same challenges as you, like that makes for, for me, those have really been the, the magic ingredients to making my goals happen. And again, there's a number of different ways that you can do this. So there's loads of like free Facebook groups that you can join to do that. Um, you could set it up with a friend. Um, you could approach somebody who you know is in a similar boat to you and ask if they want to be an accountability buddy. Or like for me, I don't think it would be right to not mention that this is where coaching comes in to be so valuable. And whether that is one-to-one coaching or um, a group program like both of them have really inherent benefits. Like it helps get you clear on your goals. It helps keep you accountable. It helps you with that like iterative improvement as well. So taking the time to reflect on like, why, why did I not meet this goal? Was it, you know, did something unexpected come up? Did I not set the right goal? Do I actually not feel as enthusiastic about this as I thought I did? Or is there something like logistical here that can help? Or do I have a massive mindset block about that? Like all of those things, um, are where the real value of coaching comes out. So that's tool number two, set goals, keep accountable and share them in a supportive community. And then tool number three is um, more about one-off celebrations. So plan in celebrations ahead of time. Like when life is hectic, time never just appears. So, you know, maybe you think like, ah, great, we'll get to the weekend and then I'll do something to celebrate or then I'll have some time off. But of course, um, you know, the weekend gets busy or you sort of lose track of like when you do have the free time, like not knowing what to do with it. So if you want to have a more intentional celebration, plan it in advance. And this might be something really indulgent and luxurious like a spa day or, you know, a weekend away with some friends or a weekend away by yourself. <laughs> but it can also be something small. So, um, you know, maybe you arrange some childcare support or you just check in with your partner that you want to, to have this time out or um, I know that for me, when my, hus- my husband was away for a longer period, I actually booked a childminder for uh, a Saturday morning because um, we don't have family in the area just to allow me to go out and have a run by myself. And it was, yeah, it was really, um, it was really pivotal to how I, I felt then for the rest of the weekend. But taking that time to plan in advance can make all the difference to the thing actually happening. So that's tool number three, like plan in more intentional celebrations. So I would love to know what you think of those. I would love to know if you have a commitment to try one out. Um, Drop me a message on Instagram at Debbie Lee Co. And just to recap those three different tools, the 
tool one was the gratitude journal, like great for day to day um, and sort of raising your overall bar of happiness. Um, tool number two was set goals, keep accountable and share in a supportive community. And that then builds in the like more natural moments of celebration that might be a bit bigger and a bit more intentional. And then tool number three was planning in those bigger moments of celebration. So like actual occasions of celebration. And with that, I shall um, look forward to seeing you next week. Have a fabulous week ahead and bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Balancing Act podcast. If you've loved what you've heard, I would be incredibly grateful if you could rate and review the podcast so that we can spread the word to all the moms out there who want to create impact and income through a business that they love. If you're ready to kickstart your own entrepreneurial journey, head over to debbielee.co.uk forward slash start to download your free resource guide now. That's debbielee.co.uk forward slash start.